everyone, and you are listening to Aussie Politics with Alex. Today, I've got a new episode coming to you a day late. I'm sorry about that. I've been uh, pretty busy these past few days, but I'm coming at you with a new podcast coming straight to your feeds right now. Uh, quick side note, for those of you who follow my Instagram page, I hope you enjoyed the music trivia thing. I actually got a lot of positive feedback and my very first voice message, but they requested that it not be shown on the podcast. But apparently a lot of people really enjoyed that, so just send me some voice messages if you want me to keep doing that. Maybe I'll make that a weekly thing, or maybe even do a special podcast episode, like a music quiz, which I, I really enjoyed making, to be honest. Um, anyway, let's move on to the politics. So, today I'm going to be focusing a lot more on US politics, as in Australia, the, um, the planned week of sitting parliament has been postponed by Scott Morrison, much to the dismay of the Labour leader, Anthony Albanese. But because of that, there's really not that much I can talk about politically in Australia, uh, other than that there should be another week of Parliament coming up soon, which they haven't cancelled yet. So, coming to US politics, the presumptive Democratic nominee Joe Biden has not released his VP pick yet, Vice President that is, uh, despite him saying that he would release his Vice Presidential pick in the coming days from August 1st, within a week of August 1st, and he hasn't met that deadline yet. And with the Democratic National Convention coming up where he'll be the official nominee, um, this has never happened before. They haven't released a vice president pick before the uh, the National Convention. So we should expect his VP, VP pick soon. Um, so I've got some likely candidates written down here. We've got Elizabeth Warren, because she's a senator, and uh, she's much more left-wing, so that should cover the Bernie Sanders side of the Democratic Party. Or the other one that a lot of people are talking about is Kamala Harris who has a number of benefits to the Joe Biden campaign, not least of which is that she is from an ethnic minority in the US, which would uh, bring an extra number of votes to the, to the Democratic Party uh, ahead of the 2020 election. Um, on the national convention front, Donald Trump has suggested that he would make his acceptance speech at the White House. This is unprecedented, as it's always assumed that the symbols of like American institutionalism and like political power would never be used within the political campaign. Uh, Donald Trump's excuse, of course, was that it would save, quote-unquote, tremendous amounts of money on his security and whatnot. But I'm not sure if it makes sense to be politicizing the White House, but of course, if anyone's going to break the norms established in the United States, it'll be Donald Trump. So I wouldn't see, I wouldn't be surprised to see him do it, especially after he canceled the Charlotte, I mean, not the Charlotte, the um, Republican National Convention from Florida and then later Charlotte uh, in the U.S., and he's also uh, launched an executive order this week saying that he will well, try to ban TikTok and WeChat, two very popular Chinese-owned apps, uh, in 45 days. Uh, this could be have been done to speed up the deal between TikTok and Microsoft, uh, so that the TikTok company would be um, the TikTok operations in the U.S. would be U.S.-owned and thus not be subject to China's uh, espionage laws, where it's because um, in the, in China's law, um, private companies are required to help the Chinese government with intelligence gathering, which is why Donald Trump perceives these apps to be a security threat. However, they are very popular around the world. TikTok has a massive following in the in Australia as well, and there's been some speculation that Australia might follow in the US's footsteps. And moving back into coronavirus news, in Brazil, deaths have passed 100,000, which is really sad. But some good news, New Zealand has marked 100 days since the elimination of coronavirus. And it seems hard to remember a time in Australia where we were thinking about elimination uh, without going to a very hard lockdown like we've seen in Victoria now. But maybe in the future Australia will decide to eliminate the virus. I mean, the National Cabinet has reaffirmed that they are for the strategy of 
suppression rather than elimination because of a number of economic reasons. But if Victoria is planning to lock down, actually they've already instigated a lockdown. I think my computer's just frozen. Actually, no, it hasn't. It's becoming harder and harder to figure out whether going into a long lockdown over all of Australia to try and completely eliminate COVID would stack up better economically than going into a number of patchwork lockdowns, depending on where coronavirus is at the time. I mean, New South Wales right now is looking to have coronavirus under control. I mean, the Crossroads cluster and has been replaced by a number of other clusters, of course. But we only had nine cases on Saturday, the 8th of, of August, I think. And we only had 10 today on the uh, 9th of August. Uh, which is really interesting, because if New South Wales can keep the cases at bay and Victoria can get them down, maybe we will eliminate COVID without going into the long, prolonged lockdown that we were looking at. Um, so Victoria will stay in lockdown until at least September 8th, I think, from memory, or around September, that is. And that is stage four. We don't actually know what will happen after that. Maybe we'll, maybe they'll go back into stage three lockdown. It really depends on where the numbers are sitting. But with the Victorian lockdown, the restrictions they've posed on businesses has been rolled back slightly by the federal government, and especially Josh Frydenberg, who is the Victorian... Uh, uh, he's a Victorian member of parliament, and he is the treasurer. And after a number of business groups lobbied Josh Frydenberg to, quote-unquote, tone down uh, Victoria's lockdowns on distribution centres, etc., uh, the Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews was obliged and it slightly softened his stance on the way distribution centres would be forced to operate, mostly due to the um, far-reaching impacts that would have on Australia's supply chains. Not just in Victoria, in New South Wales as well, because um, Melbourne is a large port and it is where Australia... It's a major distribution hub of Australia's goods and services. And lastly, staying on the topic of infectious diseases, the bubonic plague. Yes, the bubonic plague has made an appearance in China and one U.S. man in his 20s has died of the bubonic plague. Now, the bubonic plague might be referred to as the Black Death, and it killed many, many people uh, back in medieval times. But for some reason now, it looks like it's making an appearance in the time of COVID, which is an interesting thought, that the world is now getting back bubonic plague from then. Um, current In current times, bubonic plague is actually easily treatable if diagnosed early enough with antibiotics. But in... Third world countries where antibiotics and healthcare aren't readily available, if it was to spread to them, that would be a disaster, especially with the ongoing effects of the coronavirus pandemic. And I think that will be all for today, guys. Um, once again, sorry I had this podcast out a day late. Uh, make sure you check out our Instagram. I hope to have another music trivia thing coming out this week, hopefully, if you guys enjoyed that. Um, make sure you give me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. It really helps other people to find the podcast. And make sure you stay up to date. There'll be new episodes coming out weekly, like we've said. And don't forget to wash your hands, wear a mask, and stay safe, guys. Thanks for listening. Hey, just one quick side note, guys. I actually got a voice message asking what I've been doing for fun these days. Um, I've been doing a lot of quiz trivia quizzes on this website called Sporkle. Uh, sporkle.com that is they're not sponsoring me so don't hold me accountable for that but just a bit of free promotion for them if they're listening um <laughs> i've been doing a lot of their quizzes they've got quizzes on just about anything you could want geography history um music pop culture and i've really had a lot of fun with that so for those of you who are looking for a bit of fun they actually do virtual trivia as well just make sure you check them out create an account and if you want even send me a friend request <laughs> uh thanks for listening guys <laughs>